all the food that I had was good. And I will admit as an adult, those chicken tenders were the best. CL Duo fans, before we dive into tonight's episode, just a few quick announcements. The first is that we are still running our promotion with My Path Unwinding Travel for our first 10 listeners who head over to My Path Unwinding between now and the end of October to book a new Disney Cruise Line vacation. You'll get a copy of a book that Disney published about the making of the Disney Wish that is not available as far as we know on board any longer. And if you book a concierge booking, they will send you a Disney Cruise Line Concierge Pen that was available to concierge sailors on board some of the ships, but is no longer there. They've got a new pen out, and we think that the old pen is much better. So head over, be one of our first 10 guests to book a new cruise vacation with My Path Unwinding Travel, and you may be eligible for some of these freebies. Just a reminder to use our link, mypathunwinding.com slash Duo, so they know we sent you their way. We also want to remind folks about our voicemail line. We love answering listener questions and responding to comments. And so if you want to head over to Google Voice and leave us a message or a comment, we'll respond in the show as long as it's family friendly. And so just dial 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. Also, just want to remind folks, if you are out there listening and you have not had a chance to leave us a review over at Apple Podcasts, we really value those reviews. So head over there, please, if you have time to hit those five stars. If you leave us a written review, of course, we'll read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. And look, if your finger's hovering over anything less than five stars, send us an email at dclduo at gmail.com or or shoot us a voicemail at the number that I just gave because we'd love a chance to respond before you rate us below five stars. Just remember, too, this is a labor of love and uh, we are not making money off of this show. Lastly, there is a group of folks that we need to thank every now and again for helping to support our show, and that is our Patreons. And so I want to take a minute to acknowledge each of them for helping to defray the cost of this show. If you're not familiar with our Patreon program, you can head to patreon.com slash dclduo to choose from one of our monthly support tiers. want to quickly thank at our animators palette tier, Steve Creasy, Steve Elsis, Shannon Merritt, Kara Frankie, Jim and Deb Mason, Dave Hall, Chad Swindell, and Ashley Norton. At our Palo Brunch tier, I want to thank Vicky Sue, Robert Estrada, Drew Curry, Christopher Vorabek, Brett Gresham, and Adrian Venzuli. At our Palo Dinner tier, I want to thank Jennifer Swartz, Josh from Daily MTB Writer, C.T. Sweek, and Chris Braga. At our Remy Brunch tier, I want to thank Doug Young. And at our Remy Dinner tier, I want to send special thanks to Jeffrey Federson. So thank you to all of our Patreons for helping to support the show each and every month. We really, really appreciate it. And with that, on to our episode. Welcome back, everybody. This week's episode of the DCL Duo podcast brought to you by my path unwinding travel and have to start by welcoming my co-host to the show, Samantha. Welcome, Sam. Why, thanks, Brian. I am happy to be here and happy to talk to, well, happy to talk about my favorite cruising topic, first time Disney cruising. Yes, that's always that's always a good one. We always love to get people's first reactions to cruising. And we've got a great guest on the show today who's some sailing experience not on Disney Cruise Line. So always fun to hear the first time on Disney Cruise Line and how it compared to their other experiences on other cruise lines. But let me start by welcoming Sanithia to the show. Welcome, Sanithia. Hi, how are you all doing this afternoon? <laughs> we are doing great. More importantly, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm assuming it's morning where you are, though, isn't it? That's that's right. In the uh, the hot and steamy Pacific Northwest this week, but we are on the last day of a heat wave. Looking forward to getting back to our normal uh, chilly summertime temperatures, the balmy 80s instead of the 90s. But yes, uh, we're doing great on this uh, Sunday morning. We have coffee in us and we're ready to go. But Sanithia, why don't we start off as we like to do by giving folks your background, let's say your background with cruising and with Disney, because we know this was your first Disney cruise. So what was your background with cruising and Disney leading into this cruise? Well, I have cruised on uh, maybe a dozen or so cruises, so I'm not new to cruising. This was my first Disney cruise. Um, We have visited Disney World. I have visited Disneyland. This was our first Disney cruise experience. And the we in that sentence, I think, is uh, you mentioned off air is your husband and your son. Yes. My husband and son was with uh, me on this cruise. Um, It it actually was a a celebration because my son just graduated college and and this past May. And so this was uh, something he wanted to do. So 
that's what we did. Oh, congratulations. And I love that your son wanted to do a Disney cruise for his college graduation. That is awesome. That just kind of shows the love for Disney that your family obviously must have and love for cruising. That's just awesome. Yes, we are a Disney family. We're actually going there for Christmas this year to spend a week. <laughs> so it'll be our first experience at Disney World during Christmas time. Nice. Awesome. Hey, uh, what other cruise lines have you sailed on? We've sailed Celebrity Carnival and um, Royal Caribbean and Norwegian. Oh, wow. You got them all. You got all the big names out there. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> That's fantastic. Did you have a favorite cruise line leading into this cruise? Celebrity. Okay. Okay. And which ships have you sailed on in Celebrity? Have you sailed on either new ones like the Edge or the, I forget the name is the other one. The newest Celebrity cruise ship was the Equinox. Um, that's the latest one that we cruised on. And it was brand new. Uh, I think it was the second sailing when we actually sailed that one. That's been a few years ago. At new Norwegian, I, I think it was the Sky. And that was many years ago as well. And, and just in the Caribbean or have you done like Alaska sailings? Like where have you sailed? Nope. We'll be doing Alaska next summer, but mostly it was pretty much the Caribbean. That's all pretty much it. So Sanithia, what cruise did you take on Disney Cruise Line? We did the Disney Fantasy out of Port Canaveral. That itinerary was um, of interest to us because we had not, even though we've sailed the Caribbean many, many times, for some reason, we never got an opportunity to go to, go to Grand Cayman or Jamaica. So that was one of the reasons why we chose that particular cruise ship, that particular itinerary to go to some of the islands we haven't visited. Fun. Yeah, the Western Caribbean itinerary. It's, it's nice to see them. We've done the Western Caribbean itinerary, but it's been the modified one uh, where they were sailing only to Mexico there for a while. So excited to try out that regular Western Caribbean itinerary at some point. But this being your first trip on Disney Cruise Line, let's just back up and ask, how was the booking experience for you compared to some of the other cruise lines you've been on and the check-in experience and, and all that sort of stuff leading into the cruise? Um, so the booking, we use a travel agent. So that went you know, smoothly. I didn't, didn't really have to do anything but tell her, hey, this is, what, this is what we want to do. And she um, set it all up for us. And, and that was all, all great. But going through setting up, you know, your online check-in and all of that, I, I will say that the one thing that I wasn't all that crazy about was I, I don't like Disney's website. I just found it to be cumbersome and just hard to navigate. And just to get back to where I had gone before to look at things again, you know, everything else was wonderful, but that process was a little bit frustrating just to go in and get all of that done. You're preaching to the choir about Disney website and Disney IT when it comes to cruise, uh, not, not the booking so much, but exactly what you're talking about, the check-in process, that 30-day check-in process where you're having to upload your pictures and your passports. It is not the most user-friendly experience. I'm curious to know how your excursion booking and adult dining booking, if you did any of that, um, how that went. Because I know as a first-time cruiser, you're sort of in that last booking window, uh, meaning platinum, gold, and silver can all book ahead of you in line. And so obviously things like cabanas are, are just not going to be available. <laughs> um, do you have any difficulty booking excursions or adult dining or, or drink tastings or anything like that that you were interested in? Well, we did not do any of the adult dining, um, not because we didn't want to, but it was pretty much booked. So um, we didn't get an opportunity. I didn't get an opportunity to book uh, ahead of time. And when I got on board, we were happy with the dining options that were available. So I didn't go to guest services to try to see if we could um, a reservation. So I just kind of let that go because, like I said, we were happy with you know, where, what we had for dining and all the other options. As far as the excursions for Cozumel, I was able to get something very easily. Um, it was not all sold out. Grand Cayman, we actually used an outside vendor for our excursion there because Disney did not really offer, at least for me, any interesting excursions in Grand, in Grand Cayman because it, pretty much everything seems like it was swimming with dolphins or swimming with some type of sea creature. And, <laughs> and that's, you know, my first time visiting an island. I kind of like to get a feel for the island and the culture. So I wanted to do something like that. And Disney didn't offer that. So I used um, an outside vendor that I have used before on other cruises to do something in Grand Cayman. 
And for Jamaica, I yes, what I wanted to do was sold out. But as soon as we got on the ship, um, we went right to Port Adventures desk and got that uh, booked. So and, and it was it was no problem to get that booked once on the cruise, even though it showed up as sold out on the, the website. What's the vendor that you used for your outside Disney excursion? We're always looking, you know, well, obviously we're, we're not trying to advertise for people, but we, we always get questions of, you know, what vendors are reputable. And, and so when we have guests on that have used outside vendors, we'd love to hear about, particularly you said you've used this vendor before. So it's obviously one that you've had a good experience on. Yeah, we went to shoreexcursions.com and the way shoreexcursions.com is set up, you just put in your ship, the ship in the name and when you're sailing and it brings up all, it brings up the itinerary for you and you just look through what they offer. So it was uh, shoreexcursions.com is what we went through. Oh, fabulous. We'll have to check that out. Uh, I haven't heard of that site before. Um, I know, I know folks are sometimes reticent to take, you know, non- whatever cruise line they're on, non-sponsored shore excursions because of the, the issue of potentially missing the ship. But um, I do I do find you can save a lot of money by booking them privately and you get different options. Uh, and my own personal point of view is the providers who can't get you back to the ship on time are not going to stick around for very long. It, that's <laughs> so. true. And they also promise that they will get you back to the ship or make um, arrangements for you to get to your ship if they don't get you back. So I felt the very first time I used it, I was like, okay, you know, this is the first time I've used this. So we got to kind of see how it goes. But it went smooth. It went well, just like, you know, uh, excursion from from on board. So I always look there first whenever we're cruising to see what's offered there and compare the prices. And it it is cheaper in most cases. So, so yes, it's something I've been using for many, many years and, and have not had one issue at all. You make it through the pre-booking process. Where are you headed to the cruise from? Where, where do you, where do you live? I live in Maryland. Okay. Flew down from BWI, presumably? We actually flew out of DC National, Reagan National. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, so. <laughs> nice. Did you go on the day, did you go on the day before or did, did you couple it with a park trip beforehand or anything? This is the first time that we did not go down the day before. And I do not, I do not recommend it. <laughs> Although everything went smoothly, there was no issues. We took the very first flight out of uh, Reagan National, which if you can't go down the day before, I recommending, you know, taking that very first flight. But the reason we couldn't go down the day before is I am a teacher because we had some snow days. It was a little up in the air of when our last day of school was going to be. I definitely don't want to miss the last day of school. <laughs> so I had to wait and kind of see when that was going to be. And our last day of school was the day before our cruise. So um, once I found that out, I was like, oh, that would be just pushing it a little too too much. So we ended up just yeah, flying out that next morning. Yeah. And at least flying from DC in particular, you've got a lot of flights probably to Orlando. So if there was some delay with your flight, you might've been able to switch. And there's sort of multiple flights throughout the day on various airlines. So while it's certainly not recommended to fly down the day of, you're giving yourself at least the best possible chance if there's any. Absolutely. And besides something going wrong, flying out that morning, uh, I wouldn't recommend it also because just the hustle and bustle of the traveling for that day and then, you know, getting to the cruise port, getting on. We were so exhausted. We missed sail away. <laughs> you know, we, we got into our cabins and we... Uh, our, the intent was just to take a little bit of a nap and then get up and, you know, go back out for all of those things. And we slept. I mean, it wasn't a nap. I'll just say that we, we slept for several hours because we were so exhausted. So and that, all three of us. And I, you know, I said then this is another reason not to fly out that, you know, the same day because it's it's. It's a lot of movement and you get exhausted a little bit. So absolutely. Did you miss dinner? I hope you didn't miss dinner. Oh, no, we did not miss dinner. <laughs> we were, we had the late we had late dining. So, yeah, we were if we had a, had the first dining, we probably would have missed that for sure. Um, but we, we had late dining. So we made it. We made it to dining. So wait, what, what time did you manage to board the ship then with your flight down? Oh, let's see. A flight got in. 
tour Orlando, it's like around nine-ish. We had a little bit of difficulty. Well, there was a person, so we took the Disney transport. When we came down to the bagging area, there was a person there holding up, you know, the Disney sign. So we talked to her. Um, she told us to get our bags, take them over to the other people that were there waiting to take the bags. And they explained, you know, you need to go up to the third floor and here. And, and Orlando's airport is not one of the easiest airports to navigate. So we had a, a little bit of trouble finding where the Disney transport location, um, where that was. And then we ran into some other families. They were looking for it as well. And we all kind of got together and it's like, where do we go here? We go here. And we, we did find it, of course. But it took a little bit of time to find it. And then there was a little bit of a line to check in for the transport. We waited there for, uh, I want to say maybe a half hour or so. And, you know, we could board up the, the, the buses, the coach buses over to the port, which was about a 50 minute ride. So I think we ended up getting on the ship. I want to say around noonish, something like that, close to noon. Okay. Yeah, that's not bad. I mean, a lot of people don't get on the ship until... The ship usually doesn't start boarding until 11 or 11.30, so noon is not bad at all. What were your first impressions of the port and the ship as you pulled up? Oh, we were excited. It, it, port, I've never uh, cruised out of Port Canaveral, so this was a new location for cruising as well. But um, just you know, arriving at the the bus driver was even pointing out, okay, there is your ship over in the distance. You see this? And, you know, everybody's perking up, getting excited. So, yeah, it was, we were, I had been excited about the cruise when, since, <laughs> since we booked it. So, <laughs> but yeah, so when you're actually about to get on, you know, you're, it's, you're all your senses are heightened and you're just ready for the adventure and the experience. And I had been told by friends who had taken a Disney cruise before, just how wonderful it was going to be and how much you're going to love it. And, you know, sometimes you hear hear those things and then when you do it, it's like not quite what they said, but no, everything from, you know, when we stepped on board and they now announced our family name to everything that we, we did was wonderful. So arriving at the port was great. Um, all of that seamless. Actually, when we checked, uh, when I did my online check-in and, and like you said, Sam, because, you know, we were first time cruisers, we ended up getting like a really, really, it was like a half hour before the ship was supposed to sail away. And I'm like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? You know, all this time. But when we got there and one of the attendants or people working in the port, she saw that and she was like, oh, that's too late. And she's like, I'm going to cross this off and put this time <laughs> on there. And she's like, I want you to show this. Don't show your phone. You show this, okay? <laughs> I was like, okay? So we were able to just, you know, get on with, you know, one of the next boarding numbers that they called. So that was awesome because I was concerned that we were going to sit around for a couple of hours, um, but we didn't. And so we got right on. And uh, once we got on, of course, we had to find food. So <laughs> wait, let's let's stop before we get to food. Let's stop and talk about that boarding process because. As you mentioned, you know, this is your your first time and your family name is announced. Uh, how did how did you feel stepping into that atrium? I mean, the the atrium on the fantasy and the dream are identical, but they're beautiful. They're quite a lot bigger than the atriums on the wonder and the and the magic. Just curious as to how you felt walking in and what your first impressions of the ship were. Oh, I knew I was going to have a great time. <laughs> and uh, the ship was beautiful. Mickey and Goofy were up on the one of the upper levels waving at us. And I, I just knew I was going to have a good time. That's the, the, the feeling I got, you know, when, when I walked in. I was like, oh, this, this, is, this is going to be great. So beautiful ship. And so I, yeah, I, I felt really good. All right. Well, you hinted, you know, the first thing you got to do after you get on board is find some place to get lunch. So did you opt for this is the choose your own adventure element of the boarding day, which is uh, did you go for the sit down lunch or did you head to the buffet lunch in Cabanas? We we went up to Cabanas. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, That's the, that is the usual. That is probably yes. the much more common answer. Yeah, I think your, your answer is definitely the most common one. What do you guys think of the, the food offerings and the food quality and just Cabanas in general? I thought all the food was really, really good. There were some favorites that I had along the way or throughout the week. I They had very good choices for 
all of us, like my son, like I said, he's a young adult, so he's he's still into burgers and pizzas a lot. Um, you know, my, my husband and I, we want more real food, quote. So anything you wanted, whatever type of food you wanted, it, it was there for you. So as typical on the first day of cruise, when you first get on a ship, it's usually a little bit crowded up at the buffet, but we were able to find a seat within a reasonable amount of time. And, and we just sat there and we ate and sat, you know, because we knew we were not going to be able to get into our cabins um, until two o'clock. So we just took our time with eating and once we were done with that, we kind of just walked around the ship a little bit just to see, try to get our bearings, see what was what until it was a, a time for us to go into our cabins. So, Sanithia, uh, tell us what kind of cabin you guys had and what your impressions were of the cabin, how it worked for you guys. So we booked a uh, cabin with a veranda. And um, when we walked in, I... Did not expect the cabin to be as large as it was. It's a little bit larger than, you know, other cruise ships. I knew about the double bathrooms um, just from, you know, listening to other guests on your podcast and just the research that I've done, um, which worked out great um, having three adults uh, in the room. But we had plenty of of room. Um, It was spacious enough for all three of us. We were not bumping and running into each other by any means. (laughs) So... I enjoy the balcony, spacious enough for us to sit out there um, and have conversations and just look out into the blue water. So um, the cabin was great. Uh, Our cabin attendant was even greater. So everything associated with the cabin was fabulous. I love it when you have a good cabin attendant. I mean... Hey, you know, the the ones on Disney in general are just awesome overall. I don't know that we've had a bad one, but we've had some truly great ones. And that can kind of make your experience just even better, particularly when they're, you know, super friendly and, you know, ask you how your day was and, and things like that. I love getting to know, um, you know, the crew in general. That's one of my favorite parts of cruise. And call you by your name. Every time they see you. <laughs> so, yeah, she she was a wonderful attendant. So and you're right, that did enhance our experience as far as our cabin is concerned. But, yeah, the cabin was great. We spend, a, you know, we will go out, do our thing and come back and maybe take a nap and spend a little bit of time in our cabin. But I love that I could watch all of the um, just everything that Disney has to offer on demand. So uh, I am one of those probably rare people that have never watched any of the Star Wars movies. Um, <laughs> even though my family is all into it, but I just never, never was. So I was like, you know what, Let, you know, this is, but I, you know, I know who the characters are. I know what the storyline's about. I'm not like, don't know anything about it. I just never watched any of the movies. So I said, I, you I'm, knew, you knew that Vader was Luke and Leia's father. Is what yes. You're saying. <laughs> yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Spoiler alert for those. Who <laughs> <laughs> too late. Too late. <laughs> Uh, so I started watching the uh, Star Wars series uh, on the cruise. And then, of course, I, I finished it up once we got back home because uh, we do have Disney Plus. So, But I, that was, you know, something that I was able to do whenever we went into, you know, we were just kind of hanging out in the cabins waiting for the next thing. Sanithia, how did your cabin on Disney compare to the other cruise lines you've been on? Well, they, they were a little bit larger, for sure. And, you know, one of the things is I'm just one of those, I guess, and I, maybe I'm not as weird as I think. I am, but I do not like walking anywhere outside of my house with no shoes on. Um, so anytime I'm in a hotel or, you know, any other cruise, I have to have something on my feet. So it's like little shower thongs or something. In this cabin, I was comfortable walking in my bare feet. I realized, you know, like a day or so, I'm like, I am, I'm walking around in my bare feet. That's unusual for me. That's how comfortable I felt and how clean I felt the cabins were. Uh, not that other cruise lines cabins aren't clean. I, I don't know. I just home, I guess. You know, <laughs> I was felt comfortable enough to walk in my bare feet like I would at home. So what were some of the things that you and your husband and son got up to while on board the ship? Let's set aside, you know, we'll talk about excursions in a little bit. But yeah, what are the kinds of activities you guys uh, were able to enjoy on board? Well, I knew that Buzz Lightyear was going to be released the day before we cruised. So 
I had my fingers crossed that they were going to be showing Buzz Lightyear on this cruise. And they were. That was one of my number one things that I had to do, believe it or not. (laughs) A simple little thing is watch a movie, (laughs) but did do that. Um, And that was a great movie, by the way. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but it was an awesome movie. We haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's great. I'm waiting for its Disney Plus release. I haven't been to a movie theater in God knows how long. So... I did that. I really wanted to do the silent disco, but I kept missing it. I never got a chance to do it or either it was late and I just could not hang up late enough to to make it. And and the times that they had it during the day, there was some conflict that I couldn't get to it. But I was like, oh, I have to do that next time. But I haven't done that on any cruise. And I've just been hearing how how cool it is. And I was wanting to do it, but just never got a good opportunity to do it. It's really, it's really silly and really fun at the same time. I did some of the um, crafts, like they would have like the little craft things that, uh, you know, throughout the day. So I participated in that. I sat in on one of the trivia contests. And let's see, I know my son, what did he do? He talked about something that he was interested in. And he kind of went off on his own and did a few things. I was going to say, did did you all get to any of the adult uh, entertainment in the in the evenings in in the uh, what is it called in Europa? They had uh, an illusionist on. He was performing in those locations. But one night they had him performing in the main in the main theater. So we got to see him in the main theater. So we we didn't um, we didn't go to any of the like I went down there for the crafts. It was in one of those um, those areas. No, we didn't do any of it because usually they are pretty late. And we tried to hang up <laughs> late, but <laughs> don't quite make it <laughs> um, some nights. I, I had my husband stay up really late one night. Uh, actually, I was to go see Buzz Lightyear and he was looking at me sideways because I had him out late, uh, which, you know, that's not typically him. <laughs> so again, yeah, we didn't really do any, I mean, the trivia, but that was during the day. It was in one of those lounges, but it was during the day. It was in the day as well. Did did you all spend a lot of time on the, the pool decks? We did not go to the pool. Uh, on ship, but we sat outside, you know, when we were eating, we would sit in that area um, where the pool was. But yeah, we typically don't do pools on cruises. Don't know why, but I don't recall ever getting in a pool on a cruise. (laughs) (laughs) I, I don't think I have. I, well, I can kind of understand it on, you know, most of the Disney ships, except for in the adult pool areas, the adult pool areas are, are kind of nice and, and usually pretty quiet. But on most of the ships, the family deck, the pools are kind of kid soup with one exception, which is the new Disney Wish, I think has a better pool layout. So it doesn't doesn't do much. Uh, it, it's a better layout for not feeling like you're in a soup of kids. So <laughs> interesting. Interestingly, I you know, you're right. I was expecting this cruise to be just dripping with kids, but um, it wasn't. It, it There were a lot of adult-only cruisers, and I was very surprised. I mean, there, there were kids and there were, you know, plenty of kids, but it wasn't, you know, I was expecting kids to be hanging off the side of the ship as we were cruising down the, on the ocean, but it was not. It was not a lot of kids, which I was very surprised being that, you know, it was toward the end of June when we did the cruise. So it, the pools really were not overcrowded, didn't have a lot of kids. If I wanted to get in, I, it, I could have, but it's just something that I, I guess I just don't have an interest in getting in a pool on a cruise. I. I, I, I guess I prefer to get in, you know, go in the water in the beach when we when we're docked somewhere. But but yeah. So, Sanithia, let's let's talk about your excursions. You had some great ports and we talked a little bit about how you you know booked the excursions. Let's leave Castaway Key the best, you know, best for last and, and talk about and talk about your other ports first and what you guys got up to on land. So our first stop was in uh, Cozumel and we've been there plenty, plenty of times. So I know I like their excursions where they take you to a beach and you just hang out at the beach and everything is included. That is the drinks. You know, if you want to go snorkeling or whatever you want to do, all of those things are included. So that is what we did in Cosmel. So we, um, bus picked us up there, 
um, right at the, the port. And we went over to the, the beach. And I, I can't remember the name of the beach right now. And we just hung out there for the day. It was a little overcast and rainy, but it didn't really, it wasn't raining continuously. So we were able to enjoy, you know, our time at the beach. Huge pavilion there with a buffet. So whenever you wanted to go eat, you just went up and, you know, grab some food. My son and I got on, it looks like a giant tricycle, but you, you ride, (laughs) you ride it in the water. So he and I got on one of those and kind of rode out in the area that they have um, designated for that. And uh, that was fun. I've never done that before. So that was cool. But (laughs) my husband didn't want to get in the water that day. And I think maybe because it wasn't really super hot because it was overcast. I mean, it was still warm. Um, So my son and I just, we just hung out in the, in the water there did the little activities that they had going on. So they had, you know, they had those bike things. I don't know what they're called. Aqua bikes, I think that's what they're called. Um, They also had kayaks if you wanted to take the kayaks out. And then they also had people there that would take you out on like a little catamaran. Um, And all of that was included as well. So we, we enjoyed that trip. On the bus, and I would just just, just ex- kind of giving you an idea of how Disney treats their guests. On the way over, now, and really, these this was a separate, you know, tour operated not by Disney, but just kind of contracted through Disney. But on the way over, the bus that we were on, condensation from the air conditioner was dripping on all the passengers on the right side of the bus. But do you know, when we got ready to return, we had what looked like a brand spanking new bus <laughs> when we got ready to return to the port. So I was like, you know, they were making sure they took, took care of their guests. So that was a good thing. But that was, so Cozumel was great. We had a wonderful time there. Uh, like I said, it was a little overcast and a little rainy, but for what we were doing, it was, we still enjoyed um, where we were. You had the whole beach. They also had a pool area with like a water park sort of kind of for kids. Um, so it was, it was a nice excursion. And then our next stop was Grand Cayman. And this is where I took the tour out. The, I used uh, sewer excursions for this. And we did a, um, just a tour that kind of did the hot spots, I guess you could call it. So we went out to um, a place called Hell. Um, <laughs> Real pleasant. <laughs> the name of the area is Hell, and they have a big sign there that says, you know, welcome, welcome to, hell, to hell. Oh, I love uh, it. <laughs> you can get your passport stamped with, you know, uh, Hell on it, and all the paraphernalia and everything was associated with that. And even the, um, the employees working in the little shop there, they use that word like in, in every sentence. <laughs> so, uh, it was it was kind of funny. It also there was a rock formation there that was kind of unusual. So it's like a black rock formation there that you know was was part of the attraction as well. So we visited there. We also went out to a turtle farm where they had turtles from you know the beginning of their life and turtles that were you know, almost a hundred years old and, you know, preparing them to, you know, be released back out into the wild. And we stopped at Seven Mile Beach. We didn't really go out to the beach, but they were, you know, because it's supposed to be this popular beach and everything. So they wanted to make sure that we saw that. So we just did, uh, I guess, what we call the highlights of Grand Cayman, which was great. We had a, it was nice. We stopped at uh, like some very old church, it's supposed to be like one of the oldest, uh, definitely the oldest on the island, but also older, oldest in some other way as well. So it was a nice little tour. Um, what made that really great was our tour guide. He was very intriguing, very engaging, and we only had just us and two other families, so it was very intimate as well. So, so that was a, that was really cool. I enjoyed that very much. Yeah, that sounds like a great one. I I will confess I have never been to Grand Cayman, but that sounds like a great way to get, you know, all your Grand Cayman highlights and visit hell. I I think that I I think that that's one that I I've got a Brian put this on our, you know, in your notes for if we end up on a cruise that goes that stops in Grand Cayman that we got to go to hell. So. Yes. <laughs> Go <laughs> to the concierge request now. Trip to hell. Got it down. Trip to hell. Awesome. <laughs> 
Well, we need to take a quick pause in the action here to thank our amazing show sponsor, MyPath Unwinding Travel. And right now, if you head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo, you can take advantage of a promotion we're offering. If you're one of our first 10 listeners to book a new Disney cruise vacation with MyPath Unwinding, you will get some free giveaways, including a book about the Disney Wish that was given out on board the maiden voyage in the DVC charter. And if you decide to book Concierge, a special limited edition Disney Cruise Line Concierge pin that Disney was selling on board, but has discontinued in favor of a new pen, which we think is not as good as the old one. So be one of our first 10 listeners to head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book your next Disney cruise vacation. And you will get that as well as some DCL Duo swag that we will send out separately. So if you take any time at all to browse My Path Unwinding's website, you will see that they are dedicated to providing you the best service and understanding their clients' needs and answering their questions to ensure that their vacation experience is the best for them and their family. That extends to so many quarters of what My Path Unwinding does, including our experience in booking some fabulous vacations now with My Path Unwinding and their Facebook groups where they field all kinds of questions day in and day out to make sure that people have the best experience possible on Port Disney Cruise Line. So if you've been eyeing an Adventures by Disney trip and been thinking about upgrading your experience to concierge, just want to book a fabulous Disney vacation or really any kind of all-inclusive or resort vacation or cruise vacation, then head over to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo and we know you will have a great experience with Karen and her team of travel specialists over at My Path Unwinding. Thanks, My Path Unwinding, for your continued support of the show. And now back to our episode. And then in Jamaica, we did, since it's our first time in Jamaica as well, I wanted to do something where, you know, we could see the island and kind of get a little bit of a feel for what the culture is like there. So we did something similar, just like a highlight, so to speak. There was a lot to see in Jamaica. There was so many different excursions offered. But we went out to the green uh, something house. Oh, I can't remember the name of it, but it was a historic old house that we went out to. And you, it was it was very beautiful. Even and I love seeing old stuff, you know, stuff things that are like two hundred years old that are still uh, some of it still operational. And it had a very nice view that you could see like <laughs> out over the ocean. Um, we got to taste some of the local cuisine. How is that? Oh, delicious. <laughs> delicious. Delicious. And then we had a stop at the beach. So that's what we did there. Just it was like a beach stop overview tour. Gotcha. So like a, a highlights and and beach break or something yeah. like that. Yep, and, exactly. And th- I, I presume that was one of the Disney excursions. That then. was a Disney excursion. Yes. Yeah. And then Castaway, right? That's your last port stop. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I mean, oh we, my can't, gosh. I, we can't not talk about Castaway Key when it, uh, particularly for somebody who it's their first time going. So tell us, you know, what you guys got up to at Castaway and did you like it? And where'd of you course. eat? <laughs> oh my, I, every good word is a word that I would use to describe Castaway Key. We did, well, of course we, we, we snorkeled and we did a bike tour. So it was like a, like a three activity combo is what we got. So we did that. So we did the bike ride first and we rode, you know, the path and the route for the bikes. Stopped along the along the way just to see a couple of uh, interesting views. And then we came back and grabbed um, some snorkel gear and we went out to snorkel. Did you find Mickey? I did not because I did not go out very far, but my son went to the end of wherever you could go so but he was telling us all about everything that he saw so maybe he he maybe he saw it probably did he probably did. i will tell you i'm i'm a little i i like to snorkel but i i'm a little nervous myself and so i i don't go out that far in that snorkeling lagoon either so but i know that there's a mickey down there and there's some other you know kind of fun stuff down there to to see yeah, that so that must have been what he what he was telling us. Oh, he saw this, he saw this, and I was like, <laughs> um, he he came back and he was gone for gosh, I don't know, probably almost a couple of hours. And he came back and he's like, uh, is this as far as you've gone? And I was like, yeah, I'm comfortable right here. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can swim, but for I'm just not. You know, I get a little uncomfortable in open water, so I did not go all the way out there. I went. A quarter of the way, maybe. Um, my husband went out a little bit farther, but you know, being a good husband, he didn't want to leave me. So, but my son, he got 
put his gear on, he hit the water, he was gone, and we didn't see him for a couple of hours later. So, um, so he got the most out of it for sure. But we enjoyed, I enjoyed being in the water, snorkeling right where I was. So um, I got the most out of it for me as well. So just a wonderful excursion, you know, got activities. And we we also sat and relaxed a little bit. We enjoyed the buffet. But did you, did you guys check out, hang out at the beach by the family beaches or hang out at the, or at Serenity Bay? And where, and where did you guys eat? Did you eat at cookies or cookies too, or? We had cookies, cookies, because our, um, Dining room attendant told us that he would be working at Cookies. <laughs> so we wanted to make sure we went there. So that's where we did. And we stayed at the family beach because once we started snorkeling and we were there for a few hours and we were settled with our, you know, beach chair and everything, we just, we stayed there. And, and like I said, it, it just wasn't, it wasn't super crowded. It wasn't a lot of kids. I didn't feel like, you know, I didn't have my space when I was out in the water. So, or my space, you know, there with sitting on the beach. Um, Cruise was, was uh, sailing full. It was oh, wow. totally booked. Yeah. Because we, um, when we first got on, I, I had to go to guest services because I had all of these uh, Disney gift cards. Like my students knew I was going on a Disney cruise. So for the, my, you know, they give gifts at the end of the school year and I got, you know, gift cards from my students with Disney gift cards. So I, um, you know, had to put those on our account. And they had a, you know, a sign right there saying no upgrades. We are, we are sailing fully, you know, full. We're fully, the ship was full. And even though it was, I never felt like it was crowded in any area, except for, you know, on the first day, like I said, which is typical for any cruise line. But I never felt, you know, this is, wow, a lot of people or anything like that. It, it did not feel like a full ship. But I did know that there were a lot of people because <laughs> when we went to the shows and stuff, the theater was full, <laughs> uh, for sure. But I never felt crowded. You know, I felt like I had space everywhere that I went. So that's a perfect segue for me, Sanithia, to shows. Tell us, what did you think about the shows? Oh my gosh, they were wonderful. Uh, you, When the show ended, you just had to applaud. I mean, the first show was the second night because they didn't do one the first night was Aladdin, which was great. We love that. And they did Frozen. And they do the believe with the man and the flower and the daughter. Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. That was the last night, I believe. And then they had the illusionist that I was talking about. So he was he was really good. He was a contestant on America's Got Talent. And he was really, really good. So we enjoyed that as well. My son, who would never admit that he loved, you know, that he loved Frozen, loved Frozen. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I love it. I think he enjoyed it more than I did. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> that that just tells you how good it is when a young adult male loves Frozen. It's so good. I actually think that production of Frozen uh, as good, if not better than the Broadway production. Yeah, so he enjoyed it. And, and of course, my husband, he enjoyed it all as well. So it, it, like uh, I think I've said, you know, several times is just everything was fantastic. It was all that my friends had pretty much, you know, what they had hyped it up to be. So yeah, and it, you know, having, you know, we, w- we would grab some popcorn and go in and sit down and watch the show and enjoy, uh, enjoy it. It was, it was very well, they were all very well done. Well, I think we've got to follow up shows with everyone's favorite topic, Disney Cruise Line food. And so I know you mentioned you went to, you tried the buffet. You did not do adult dining. You, you give us a heads up on that, but you did do the main rotational dining. And of course, there's always cookies on, uh, on Castaway Key. Why don't we start with quick service dining up on the pool deck? Did you get a chance to try any of the quick service dining up there? And what'd you think? Yes, we did. All the food that I had was good. And I will admit as an adult, those chicken tenders were the best. <laughs> I, I think I just grabbed some the first day when we were up at Cabanas on the first day. You know, you just kind of, you see the food, you see so much and you're like, let's, let me get some of this, some of this, some of this. And oh my gosh, the, those, those chicken tenders were delicious. The best I've ever had. And my son, who is a chicken 
bartender connoisseur <laughs> said that they were the best that he ever had. So you could not go wrong with the chicken tenders for sure. <laughs> but all the food was, was great. A couple times for breakfast, I think the first morning that we had breakfast, uh, they had biscuits on the buffet. And so I, I'm a Southern girl. I'm originally from South Carolina. I love some biscuits, some grits, you know, things like that with gravy. The next day, I didn't see the biscuits. And I asked, is there biscuits? And I was like, no. The next day, I didn't see any. And I asked, <laughs> and they was like, you want biscuits? And I was like, I really would love some biscuits. And he's like, tomorrow we'll have them for you. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, and yes, the next, next day they had the biscuits there for me. <laughs> they were, they had a special plate for me. I went up, they said, just give your name and who my, um, my server was and all of that good stuff. And yeah, so they had some specially made biscuits for me, um, the next day. And I will, I will say that they gave me more biscuits than I was going to eat at, you know, for breakfast. So, but I shared them with my husband. So. Breakfast was great. The one thing that I really, really loved about breakfast, because it's just being a cruise thing, I always get an omelet. Um, probably because I don't, I don't know how to make them myself. <laughs> very, I don't know how to make them very well. I'll say that myself. So when I'm on a cruise, I always get an omelet. And I love the way that they do it. You know, other cruises, cruise lines, you're standing in this forever long line waiting to put in your order for it or omelet. But I love that they just take your order and you tell them where you're sitting and they bring it out to you. I just, I, I just love that I didn't have to wait. So I, I, I like that they did it that way. But there were some favorites on my, like the omelets were really good and they had these, um, I think they were like a sausage and egg biscuit or something like that. That was delicious. <laughs> that was one of my, another one of my favorites outside of the chicken tenders. For lunch, sometimes we would go into cabanas, then sometimes we would just do the, the short order, order foods, uh, just depending on what we felt like, but very good offerings for the buffet at lunch as well. So it was all the food I, I felt like was delicious. There was nothing that I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I don't like this. So so we got to talk about main dining though, right? We've got to talk about, you've got three rotational dining restaurants and uh, we got to hear about how your experience was in, in those. So our first rotation was uh, the Royal Court and that was great. I guess the word that I can use to sum up their food and main dining is gourmet. That would be the word that I would use. Uh, everything was, a lot of them, my son would have to ask, how do you pronounce this? Because this is what I want to order. <laughs> so, um, But all the food was wonderful. Everything that I tasted was great. I like that I had the opportunity to maybe try some things that I would not typically try because I don't go eat at high-end restaurants that often. So, but everything was really good. The desserts, you know, the main course desserts, uh, appetizers, we enjoyed all of it. We, we actually looked forward to what kind of, you know, what were they going, what were they going to serve with the bread at the beginning of our dinner? Cause they always bring out a different sauce or dip or something <laughs> with the bread. So we were like, Oh, what is it going to be tonight? So we liked that we could look ahead of time to see, you know, through the app ahead of time, see what they're serving. So we could kind of get our palate ready for that particular dish. But I only have just, you know, wonderful things to say about uh, the dining and even better things to say about our two servers. Servers, They were wonderful. Um, after the first night, they knew what we wanted. They knew every night I wanted a hot tea. Um, they knew my husband wanted a vitamin water and my son wanted lemonade so that would be, it would be there ready for us. They pretty much knew what dessert we were going to order <laughs> when we got to dessert, <laughs> to the dessert menu. He's like, you're getting this. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> You'd look at my son, you're getting this. <laughs> and look at my husband, you know, so, um, but they were great, great um, servant assistant servers. So I enjoyed, you know, talking with them as much or even more as I did with um, the dinner. Uh, second night was Enchanted Garden. And we just went there and ate. Nothing really spectacular happened in Enchanted Garden. I, was, I don't know why I was expecting something 
maybe to happen, but nothing really happened. Nice atmosphere, though. I like the way it looked. It was very open. And then our third night, we were at Animator's Palette. That was an awesome experience. Um, I will say I enjoyed the second night at Animator's Palette a little bit better where we had to do, you know, we did the, the drawing and they used it in an animation. That was really, that was, that was really fun. When we got there and we saw like this piece of paper on the table, like you're at uh, International House of Pancakes, like a kid to do the drawing. So <laughs> and it was like, okay, they're going to do something with this. So, we, you know, we followed along and the guy took them. So, and my son was like, they're going to do something. I know they're going to do something. And I was like, yeah, I, said, I don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, the lights got a little dim and we saw the screens come up and we was like, ah, oh, this is what it is. But it was really, really cool. So that was that was that was a nice surprise. But like I said, all the food, like the word I would use is gourmet. Everything was really good. The, the quality of the food, I, you know, like I said, I don't eat at high end restaurants very often. But I mean, the food, the quality definitely better than any restaurants that I, when I do, are as good as any high-end restaurants when I do go eat at a high-end restaurant. So how did it compare to the other cruise lines you've been on? Uh, much, much better. Just uh, because I felt like it was the highest end of food. Other cruise lines, food's very good as well. But this to me was just a little bit of cut above. I, I could compare, I probably would say celebrity and Disney's food probably eh, when were very similar. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think, you know, it's been years now since we've been on Celebrity, but uh, when we did go on, I, their food quality was quite good. I would say Disney beats it because of the entertainment factor and the service factor, but the but the food quality was probably pretty equal. Yep. Yeah, I know somewhere, probably toward the middle of the, the cruise, my husband and I, and Celebrity was is also his, his favorite cruise line. And so we're toward the middle of the cruise. Um, my husband said to me, he's like, oh, I'm, I'm not sure which cruise line I like best. I don't know if it's Celebrity or Disney. These, this, he's like, I'm just really enjoying this cruise. You know, toward the end of the cruise, I said to him, I said, Celebrity is awesome cruise line. I love them. But I said, when you add all the extra stuff, you know, the entertainment, the activities and all of that, I said, that, that probably puts Disney a little bit above celebrity. So, so yeah, we, we both were very pleased and agreed with our friends and what they had told us about Disney Cruise. Well, Sanithia, I think we have reached that point in the show where I need to hand you over to Sam, who's already been talking quite a bit, but I'm going to hand you over to Sam for the next segment of our show, which we like to call Rapid Fire. So Sam, you want to take it away? Yeah. Okay. I know you listen to our show, Sanithia, so you know what's coming. I am going to ask you your general Disney favorites and then Disney Cruise Line favorites, but we're going to focus on the Disney fantasy because this is this was your first Disney cruise. So let's start with who is your favorite Disney or Pixar character? Pluto. Oh, I love it. Nathan loves Pluto also. So you are in good company. All right. Who, what is your favorite Disney or Pixar movie? Oh, I love that. That one makes me cry, though. So I don't know if I can pick it as my favorite just because it always makes me cry. Favorite Disney song? Bare Necessities. Ooh, that's a good one. Favorite Disney Cruise Line stage show from the ones that you saw? Aladdin. Really? Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. I thought you were going to say Frozen. I was convinced you were going to say Frozen. Okay. Nope. Well, you know, we'll we'll have to agree to disagree, but that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Which one was your favorite rotational dining? And you can kind of decide what criteria you want to, you know, base this on. Uh, Animator's palette. Yeah. It's that entertainment. It's that wow mm-hmm. factor, right? All right. What what was your favorite onboard activity? Sleeping. <laughs> oh, there you go. Those beds are super comfortable. Look at those I, beds. I are, those, we know people who search for those mattresses after they get off of a cruise because those are, you know, those are some great mattresses. And then the rocking of the ship. Some people really love that for falling asleep. Yeah. All right. What was your favorite space on the on the ship just to kind of relax in? My balcony. Oh, I love that. Yeah. that's See, if you got one of those and you use it, it's well worth it. Mm-hmm. All right. What was your favorite food item? Let's go, sa- let's go savory food item, and then I'll ask you what your favorite dessert was. 
I'm going to give like a fast type food, which which definitely is the chicken tenders. Dining room food would be the rack of lamb. Ooh, yeah, that's a good one. All right. What was your favorite dessert item? Favorite dessert? Oh, boy. It was it was something that I wasn't even going to get. And our service said, you want to try this. I'm going to get it for you anyway. <laughs> and it was really good. <laughs> and I don't remember what it was now. It was a, um, it was a, it was, was a it the warm, pie. Warm it was a date pudding. No, it was, it was a pie type food. They have the pecan tart and they have the lemon icebox pie. It wasn't either one of those. It was green. <laughs> I remember being a light color green. Oh, and it maybe it was a key lime. Was it key lime? No, because I don't like key lime, but that wasn't it. I oh, can't okay. remember. All oh right. my gosh. I can't remember. I, but he, yeah, he brought it out. I ordered something else and it's like, I'm going to bring this too. Cause I think you're going to like it. And he was right. I was like, oh my gosh, this was, this was delicious. And I don't remember what it was. I'm sorry. That's okay. All right. So my last question for you for rapid fire is a bucket list cruise. I know you've been to the Caribbean a whole bunch on on other cruise lines and now on Disney Cruise Line. But if you could go anywhere in the world on Disney Cruise Line, doesn't even have to be someplace that Disney Cruise Line currently sails, where would you go? Mediterranean. Ooh, yeah. That's a really good one. Definitely a popular answer. All right. Well, congratulations. You have won rapid fire, Sunithia. <laughs> Woohoo! Well, I actually have one more question for you, Cynthia, which is, are you planning to take another Disney cruise anytime soon? Or uh, do you have any other cruises planned? Yeah. Will you go back on Disney? (laughs) Wow. I have been thinking about that. (laughs) If I wasn't, if I didn't have a concern financially, yes. But if I wanted to kind of pinch my pennies, probably would do maybe two other cruises. (laughs) in the place of one Disney cruise. Um, But I would say if cost wasn't a concern, absolutely. We were able to do this cruise because, you know, we haven't vacationed in the last two years because of the pandemic. And we were like, okay, we are going on a vacation this year. We're going to really do it up. So um, when my son said he wanted to do a cruise, I was like, yeah, this is, you know, we're going to do a cruise and enjoy it, you know, put it all out there. So I will, I will definitely say I would like to do another Disney cruise in the near future. So it's, it's up in the air. I would love to definitely. We totally understand Disney is definitely a premium cruise line at a premium cost. And so if the choice is multiple other cruises versus one Disney cruise, I I can understand uh, that calculus does not always work out in Disney's favor. But I will say I enjoyed every moment of the cruise. Glad I spent every penny on it that I did. (laughs) Well, Sanithi, I just want to say thank you for taking time out of your day to share your family's experience, support the fabulous Disney fantasy, one of our favorite ships in the fleet, and just really appreciate you coming on and taking the time. You're quite welcome. Well, we say it all the time on the show, but first time Disney cruising trip reports are some of our favorites to bring you because it's just, it's always great to experience Disney Cruise Line through the eyes of someone who's seeing it for the first time and, you know, remind ourselves about, you know, some of the things we, I think we take for granted if you are a long-term Disney Cruise Line sailor. Uh, I just, I, I think we forget sometimes how good we have it. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> so really enjoyed having Sanithia on the show and so glad she could share her experience with us and we could in turn share it with you. So. So with that, I do have another five-star review to read on the air this week. This one comes from Spicy One, who writes, Faithful Listener. Sam and Brian started the DCL Duo podcast just before the cruising world turned upside down. Still, they persisted and continued to keep their fans' spirits afloat with fun content while we all waited for sailing to resume. With so many changes to cruising culture, the duo has kept listeners informed and shared their real-life experiences to help prepare others jump back on board. Well, thank you for that review, and we certainly try. We try really hard to bring diversity of experience to the show, people who've never sailed on Disney Cruise Line before, people who've sailed on other cruise lines who are experiencing Disney Cruise Line, and we, we try to keep up to date on some of the new going on out there and certainly love sharing our own experiences aboard Disney Cruise Line. So thank you for the review. We really, really appreciate it. With that, I do just want to thank each and every one of you out there for listening this week. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast. It can keep getting great content from the DCL Duo each week. Please also remember to hit those five stars over on Apple Podcasts. And if you have time, leave us a written five-star review and we will read it on the air at the end of one of our main episodes. If you'd like to find all the ways you can connect with us, all the content, all the things, 
our Etsy store, how to connect with my Path Unwinding Travel to Book a Vacation, our nascent blog, our vlog, all of that stuff. Head to dclduo.com and you will find all the ways that you can connect with the duo online. Of course, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, you can always email us at dclduo at gmail.com or reach out to us on social media at dclduo. You can also leave us questions and comments at our Google voicemail line, 402-413-5590. That's 402-413-5590. Or you can join our DCL Duo vlog and podcast Facebook group to join a conversation with some like-minded DCL Duo fans and cruisers like yourself. If you'd like to help support the show, you can always browse to patreon.com slash DCL Duo to choose from one of our monthly support tiers. We really do appreciate each and every one of our Patreons out there for helping to make this show happen each and every month. Of course, you can also help support the show by browsing to mypathunwinding.com slash DCL Duo to book your next fabulous Disney vacation. Just be sure to use that link or let them know the DCL Duo sent you. In addition, if you check out our show notes, we've got affiliate links over to our friends at Blisslets and Nanny Land. So if you're looking to buy some stylish and durable C-band alternatives for your next cruise, be sure to check out our Blisslets affiliate link. And if you're looking to book a nanny for your next Disney cruise or park stay, uh, be sure to check out our Nanny Land affiliate link. The DCL Duo podcast and blog are not affiliated with Disney Cruise Line, the Disney Company, or the Disney family of theme parks. The views expressed on the show are solely those of the individuals on the podcast and in no way reflect the views of the Disney Company or Disney Cruise Line. If you have questions about a Disney cruise or a Disney vacation, please contact Disney directly or your own travel agent. Thanks again for listening and we'll see you next time for another fabulous Disney adventure with the DCL duo. Good night. Good night.